0: Have you ever questioned how much you should charge or should you put your pricing on your website? When the heck do you raise your prices? How to set the tone about your prices to your current and future clients? And what the heck do you do when someone tries to negotiate their prices? All of this and more is going to be answered in today's special podcast. I'm super excited for you to hear what exactly we're doing in this podcast episode, because I know you're gonna be blown away. So let's jump on in.
1: Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast. The podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can
0: too. August, we have a very, very special brand new training experience. The whole month of August, we're talking all about how to confidently price your services so you can stop worrying about what to charge. If you've ever wondered how to switch from hourly to packages, or maybe you're already on package pricing, but you don't know if your prices are too high, too low, you want to make sure that your clients feel like the value you bring is worth the price that you charge and you're ready to start charging more while working less. The Confident Pricing Series is for you. It's going to be a three-part training experience completely live. We will also have a pop-up Facebook group where you can connect and get bonus trainings with me. And this is a brand new training and only available live for the month of August. You're not going to want to miss this training. So head to brandymouse.com forward slash confident and get registered today. I promise this is going to be a training that you've never seen before. So, head over to brandymouse.com forward slash confident and get registered today. Y'all, today on the podcast, I'm super excited to introduce you to 10 of our members inside of Store. These people wanted to share their expertise on pricing their services, things that help them grow and scale their business when it comes to pricing. And they have some amazing tips. So, today we're not hearing from me, we're going to hear from the people in the trenches doing the dang thing and doing it right. So hopefully you pick one or two of these tips, write it down and take action, my friends. Okay, let's jump on in and see what they have to say.
1: Hey, sore. this is Jacqueline and my pricing tip is do not price according to your budget. What I mean by that is you should price according to the market value for your service, not according to what you would pay for the service. So don't undercut yourself by saying, oh, it only takes me a few minutes or I can do that really fast or, oh, this is super, super easy. No, price yourself according to the market value for your service and remember to add tax. Okay? So that's my tip. Do not price according to what you would pay or what you can afford for the service. Price according to the market value, deliver that value, and don't forget to include tax.
2: Hi, I'm Michelle Ponvert, and I wanted to share my favorite takeaway about pricing through the SoSkills model. Two of the big things that popped up for me while kind of thinking about pricing uh, with this program was to really structure everything as a package and make it disengaged from my hours, um, which was a really hard stretch, but has been really wonderful and a lot easier, I think, for clients to wrap their heads around as well and to increase my prices every time I get a really great case study um, so that I can kind of continually Increase my value as I have more social proof. I'm Amanda Scott
3: and I'm the owner of Amanda Scott Design Co. I work with creative entrepreneurs to create custom brand and show up websites so that my clients can start attracting more of their ideal client and they can also confidently raise their prices so that they can charge what they really want to charge. My pricing tip is to use range pricing. Use range pricing on your website and then before you get onto a call with a potential client, Do some research. Um, For me, that looks like looking at their website, seeing how many pages they're probably going to want to redesign. What does their brand look like right now? What are they currently doing on social media? Where does their brand appear? Are they going to need business cards, flyers, other different collateral items? And so doing that research, I actually go into the discovery call with a number in mind of what I'm going to quote them. And that number may change on the call, but at least I have some idea of what they're going to likely need to get the best bang for their buck and make it affordable for them using payment plans or other payment terms.
4: Hi, my name is Dina Pruitt and I own D2 Strategic, a Facebook ads agency that helps e-commerce businesses scale to their first and second million in revenue. And I especially love working with women-owned businesses. So my tip for those of you that want to raise your prices is to honestly always be raising them. So if someone has agreed to your current price and is paying you and you're getting them results, well, then the next time you're talking to a prospect, quote a higher price. Even if you only go up by 100 or $200, that will allow you to get comfortable with that new price. You'll get comfortable saying it. And then when someone hires you at that price, the next time you, quote your price to someone, raise it again. If you think of it you're not really doing anyone a favor by lowballing your rates. Imagine that you're looking for someone to help you with a problem and it's an it's something that you really is important to you, important enough that you're reaching out. And let's say you get three quotes. Are you going to go with the cheapest option? I won't because I'm going to think they probably aren't as good as the others or else they'd be charging more. So it's really important that you know your value, state your value, as if you're stating the time of day and it's going to feel so good when you're doing the work and getting paid well for it
5: hi i'm crystal cherry colson i am an ad strategist at crystal cherry digital where i help purpose-driven business owners take their business to the next level using facebook and instagram ads so my pricing strategy and tip is is actually a two-parter so one Once you do it, stick with it, Um, especially if you've been pricing a certain way for a while, you're going to have other people, past clients or maybe people that you've just talked to before come back to you and try to get in at the lower pricing or maybe just show some resistance and pushback. You may wanna be accommodating to them, um, but just be firm in your prices. I actually had this happen today. Someone wanted to work with me hourly and I just came back and said, I don't do hourly, but I do have these other packages that might be a better fit for you. They decided they wanted to do hourly and that's perfectly okay. They will find their people. Um, But the people that will pay your prices are out there. So just be firm. Um, There's going to be someone that is charging more than you. There's someone charging less than you. So don't ever feel that your prices are too high. um, Because what that person thinks of your prices is more about where they are right now. And that's okay. than it is being a reflection of you and the value that you provide.
1: Hi, I'm Roxanne Guzman, and I am sharing one of my pricing tips, uh, something that helped me increase my prices as a spa consultant for luxury hotels is actually literally just listing out every single deliverable I provide within my service, which was a huge list. So I did get a spreadsheet. And made columns for uh, what's called pre-construction, which is before the hotel is built and we're still in planning phase. And then there's pre-opening, which is the 12-month runway up to the hotel actually opening. And so I have a list of all of the deliverables that I will... Uh, provide for the hotel developer or the hotel owner or the general manager of the hotel and uh, i list those all out and then once i list those i used upsado to enter all of my into all of my packages and i price those accordingly and that allows me to increase my prices in a way that demonstrates exactly what the client will be getting within each of my packages. And I hope that can be helpful for you, whether you use 17 Hats, Stubbsato, or HoneyBooks or whatever else you use for your CRM. Uh, It's very helpful to just list out all of your deliverables and then you can see and the client can see what you offer and you can price that accordingly.
2: Hey you guys, my name is Tammy Linsing. My pricing tip for you is about raising your prices with your current clients. It's so important to set the tone from the start of your business relationship that you will raise your prices. When I was just starting out offering a new service, I knew my peers were charging a lot more for the same service. However, because I lacked the experience, I felt like I couldn't charge a premium price. So I started out offering my services at a reduced price. Eventually I knew I would raise my price and didn't want the uncomfortable conversation to happen later on because the longer you wait, the harder it is. So I set the expectation early on with my clients. And this really sets the tone for your business relationship as you go along. They will take you a lot more serious. In the early part of my business, in the discovery call, I let them know that they were getting a reduced price, since I was fairly new. I also put in their contract that their current price was good for three months, and after that there would be a periodic evaluation. Because we had a monthly strategy call, I would let them know about 30 days in advance of their new rate, but if I sensed any hesitation, I would let them know that this was their rate and any new clients that came on board were charged at a higher rate than what they paid. So within one year's time, my oldest clients were paying double the price than when they began with me at the start. They also understand that new clients generally start out paying about 20% more than what they currently pay. This gives them the feeling that they are getting a really good deal and they really are.
6: Hey everybody, Kristen here from KristenWestcott.com and I am a business growth and system strategist who helps overworked entrepreneurs who are in that messy middle space. So those who have just crossed six figures, um, they've got something going for them, things are working really, really well, and now they are finding themselves strapped for time. And so I assist them in creating calm from that chaos by creating a suite of strategic systems so that they can really work less and actually enjoy more of their life. And today I want to share with you one of my pricing tips. And so one of the things I advise my clients on is when they are thinking about pricing of their services is to think of how they can price it so that it will be profitable. Um, And so note that I didn't talk about revenue here. I said profitable because sometimes not everything that we do is profitable. And while it might be our highest revenue generating piece, right, the thing that we charge the most for it might not actually be our most profitable service. And so that's what I want my clients to think about when they are pricing offers, is how to keep that offer profitable. So things that might eat into your profits include having other team members working on that offer or having a lack of systems in place to deliver that package efficiently, right? There are things that you have to think about in terms of cost analysis when you are pricing your services. And so what I want you to think about today is what are the services that you can provide in a package that are also bringing in the most profit to your business, Okay. So another factor to consider in that is the amount of time that goes into creating each of those packages, because we know the point of creating packages is to stop trading dollars for hours. And the one way we do this is by making sure to track how long things are actually taking when we're trying to price out these packages and then giving yourselves a bit of wiggle room, because very rarely do things go perfectly from start to finish. So you want a little bit of wiggle room in there. And then once you've got that figured out, make sure you price accordingly to cover all of your expenses and your time, and then keep that as the package price. So that way, as you get better at things, as you create more templates, as you get faster, you're not decreasing and diminishing the value of what it is you're offering. You're keeping it at that package price. You don't want to penalize yourself for getting better at your craft and better at your trade. And then the final piece here when th- figuring out which of your services are most profitable is also considering your client's return on investment for that particular project, right? So examine how what you're doing relates to the revenue of your client's company and the revenue that your client's generating. For example, if you're creating a sales page or you have any kind of role in creating something they're going to they're be using to launch or sell a product, then that's going to be directly related to generating revenue for the company and you can charge a higher value for that. Um, So that's just a quick pricing tip is to make sure that you are not just thinking about your offers in terms of revenue, but that you're also thinking of them in terms of which is actually most profitable.
7: Hey, I'm Melanie Tenori. My business is Copy Etc. So I help small businesses with um, their copywriting, and the Etc. is actually my main source of revenue, which is system strategy and implementation. So I work a lot with businesses that are pretty established, you know, maybe have two to seven team members and have grown to the point that the owner is saying, Oh my goodness, I'm overwhelmed. There is a lot going on here and there's got to be a better way to do all this. So I help them with implementation of, you know, Trello, Asana, my favorite, ClickUp we integrate with different applications that they use, and really come out the other side of it with a more efficient process, which, you know, eventually increases their, their profit and their ability to take on more clients. So I, I love what I do, I do have a few uh, pricing strategy tips. So I started my business in 2020. Like so many people, I actually got laid off from my very stable six figure um, consulting job with a small firm I'd been with with for a couple years. It wasn't entirely unexpected. But, you know, it sucks no matter what. So I very quickly, though, pivoted and said, you know, what, I don't want to go work for somebody else again. I'm kind of over this anyway. And I'd started doing some copywriting on the side just because I was you know, bored with not as much to do during COVID. So I developed my own business. So all that being said, my pricing strategy was very important because I very quickly needed to ramp up and replace my income that I'd been making here's a few things I've learned through serve skills and other programs. Um, and then from some trial and error. Okay. Number one, start with a price for your clients that you are comfortable with, right? You don't need to jump into this high ticket offer for them. Start with something that's going to give you the money you need, but also that you can say with confidence and then for each new client each new social proof case study that you have um raise your prices a little little you're getting more experience um, with each new client you're bringing more to the next client because you've already been through this so you can start um, ramping up those prices until you get to the point of what you really envision making. Um, You know, do your research, see what the market's gonna handle, see what other people are asking, then go for it uh, as you get experience. And then thirdly, if somebody pushes back on your pricing, you have two options. You can either scale down your scope, and in that case, that means you can offer them a lower price if you want, but don't do as much as you were going to do. Um, I don't think an option is ever to say, okay, let me cut my prices. Don't do that. Just scale it back if you need to, if you really want to work with that client. The second option is what I, I think have almost always done. And that is I send them a very polite response because this is usually over email in person. People usually won't tell you they can't afford you. They wait and send you an email and respond to them. Okay. I totally understand. I understand that I'm, you know, this isn't in your budget right now when it is in your budget, get back to me and we'll work together. So kind of put it on them that this is a them thing that they don't have the budget for you. You are not overpriced. They just don't have it right then and um, move forward. And guess what? Sometimes they do come back.
8: Hey, I'm Claire Winson, conversion copywriter and funnel and launch strategist. And the question is whether to negotiate your rates. And this can come up a lot, especially when you're first starting out, but also really at any point in time in your business. Now, I'm not going to say whether you should or shouldn't negotiate your rates because there really are a bunch of different scenarios where maybe sometimes you should, maybe sometimes you shouldn't. But there's a couple of things to consider before you ever agree to even consider any kind of discounts or waiving any of your prices. So firstly, when you say yes to one thing, you're going to say no to something else. So if you negotiate your prices down, you're taking your ability and your time away where you could have gone to market yourself or to find someone who maybe is a better fit and at your price point. Number two, someone negotiating your price doesn't fully value what you do. Even if they can't afford you at that time, if they really valued the work, they probably wouldn't ask for a discount. And here's the thing, negotiating your price might actually show that you don't value your skills as much as you should either. And it's actually telling that potential client that really it probably wasn't worth that original rate. Number three. Consider that once you've dropped those rates, you're never going to be able to raise them with that client. So let's say they've come to you promising that if this project goes well, they'll refer you out or there's more work to come, but they're not gonna increase that rate because you've already told them that that rate is okay. Four, big one for me, you're going to have to work even harder because you've got bills to pay. The more you discount your work, the more clients you have to take on, In that same amount of time and that is not a good way to deliver your best work because you're going to be tired and overwhelmed and all of that leads to number five and that's resentment feeling resentful towards yourself or the project or that potential client isn't going to lead to your best work you're more likely to have an unhappy client and no testimonial and so in all of my years of being in business I've never had a good experience with a client When I've agreed to drop the rates. Okay, so there may be times like in the beginning when you need clients or looking for experience where you do want to consider dropping those rates. So first, consider those five points that we just went through. And then secondly, here's a few ways to help make that discounted rate and project work for you. Firstly, if you do decide to negotiate that rate. Make sure that it's only on small jobs that you can pretty much just finish kind of same day, get back to your marketing, back to your business, and it's not causing a huge, massive negative impact in your business for weeks to come. Also, consider decreasing the job scope to fit the lower price. So maybe for me, instead of building the whole funnel, maybe I'm just doing the copy. Maybe you're only writing two pages of copy and not three. So it's not so much as dropping the rates as much as just decreasing the project size. Then consider some kind of an exchange, even if it's not money, but maybe it's a testimonial that they write for you on all of the social media pages. Try and equal out that exchange a bit more. You can even offer payment plans so they're paying less but over a longer time. And then of course, always listen to your gut and know that you can decline the project and you're going to be okay. Y'all, how stinking good was that?
0: Oh man, I love hearing from our members inside Serve Scale Store membership because they're so packed with wisdom, knowledge, amazing tips, and I'm so excited that you got to hear those 10 amazing tips that they gave you. Now here's the thing, we can consume content all day long, but until we take action, nothing gets done. So write down one or two of these tips that you can implement this week, not tomorrow, not in a month from now, not down the road, but this week. I would love to see what action you're gonna take and make sure to go share with them what you took away and share with me. But if you're ready to hear more on pricing and packaging your services, Right now, we have our special training that only happens once a year, all on confidently pricing your services. So even if you're only getting started or you're already charging $1,000 per client, this training's for you. We've already kicked off week one's training, and this week we have two additional ones. Head to brandymails.com forward slash pricing, and we'll link that up in the show notes to get registered today. And until next week, go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the six-figure year you deserve.
8: Thanks
1: again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in
7: next time.